Hey guys, uh, before we get started I just want to apologise, last night Luke and I recorded the latest episode, um, but I managed to delete all the files, so uh, instead of uh, leaving you without an episode, I'm digging an episode from the archives where me and Nate talk about the movie Dog Soldiers, so I hope you enjoy this flashback for some Halloween fun. Welcome to another episode of Turtle Boy Podcast. I'm Big Tim. And I am the Onion Knight. The Onion Knight. Um, yeah, welcome to another episode. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about Daredevil, episode 5. What World on Fire. World on Fire. Then we're going to follow up with the 2002 feature film. 2003. 2003 feature film. Dog soldiers. Dog soldiers. Uh, but first, just a couple of quick uh, gnerd news. Okay, I've, as we did last week, I've been working on the song. Okay. No. So you 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 bring us in. Say now it's time for. Right, and then I'll gnerd news. No, 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 no. You say now it's time for, and then I I I do the theme music for gnerd news. All right. You you say it. I say gnurg gnu. No 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 no. You say you say now it's time for, and then I say gnurg gnu. Now it's time for. Yeah, like you're announcing the segment. No 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 no. You got to announce it. Now it's time for gnurg gnu. No no no. You don't say gnurg gnu. You don't. You just say now it's time for, and then I finish. And I don't know what it's time for. Because then I finish it. The podcast. (laughs) It's the shortest podcast ever. No, okay, ready? And now, it's time for... Gnuggnews, 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 That's brilliant. Is that good? Is that stolen or something? No, no, it's just, I, I, I was working on it today. <laughs> in, in the office? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You wonder why your boss doesn't like you. <laughs> so, uh... I'll work on a new one for next week. But that was definitely better than last week, wasn't it? A lot better. <laughs> okay, first bit of good news. Mm-hmm. Nave. Yes. Are you familiar with Alan? No. Adam Baldwin? Yes. Yes. Not Adam Baldwin. Are you familiar? Alan no. Are you familiar with Alan Roberts? Comic book. Eric Roberts. Alan Roberts? Yes. Do you know who Alan Roberts is? Yeah. Who is he? Sister to Julia Roberts. Actually, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. No. Alan Roberts is the bass guitarist of a band called Life of Agony. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mad band. Mad band. I'll show you some of their music later. But he also writes and draws horror comic books. Are you familiar with Alan Roberts' Killogy? No. K-I-L-L-O-G-Y. Negative. You're not? No. 
Okay, well, this week he dropped the trailer for the no. animated series of Killogy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, all right, because you're not familiar with it, <laughs> let's hold this off for next week. I'll look right? into it. I'll set you some homework mm-hmm. to get the five issues of Killogy and have, a, have a read. But you read comics, so mm. just forget I said homework and just say, oh, it's five issues for you, you to read. comics to read. Yeah. So you read that. Next yep. week, um, I'll show you the trailer and we'll actually, having read the comics, you can you know, see the trailer and we'll uh, blah, 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 mm-hmm. talk about that. Yes. Okay, so have you got news? you got a piece of news, don't you? One. One piece of news. Turtle-related. Oh, turtle-related. Okay. Now, um, so you know who the villains are in the new Turtles movie? Um, apparently Stax is back, mm-hmm. um, Shredder's back, and I have heard that Bebop and Rocksteady and Baxter Stockman. So mm-hmm. it's like the whole 80s crew. Yeah, and they've, all, they've cast Bebop now? <gasps> no, I did not know that. So basically, I think I think it's going to be the boys if he's going to be the, okay. the mutant. Um, it's some cat that's just done a whole lot of kid shows. Okay. Do you um, have a name? Not animated shows. Yeah, I did. Me a sec. Bastard. <laughs> well, I, I think it's cool that they're bringing back the whole 90s. Basically, it's going to have the whole 90s road gallery in it, man. And that, that excites me, man. That's, that's so cool. His name is Gary Anthony Williams. Gary Anthony. Now, that does ring a bell. Have you got what he's from? Well, like I said, a lot of TV shows, a lot of kids shows just there. Gary Anthony Williams. Bebop. Okay, Gary Anthony. <laughs> no, no, hang on. He's not. Oh, no, no, no. I thought he was going You gonna... thought he was a guy off um, Saturday Night Live? No, I thought he was the guy from um, Kimmy Schmidt. I don't know. Um, okay. American Dad. But yeah, he does a lot of voice work, so I'm thinking he's going to be just the voice for the character. Yeah. A bit like the Turtles have their actors. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, I'll, I'll look his, his background up more thoroughly later, but um, yeah, that, that's cool. Um, that, and that was Bebop. What about Rocksteady? Not, not I haven't yet? heard nothing on him yet. Okay. And um, IMDb's got nothing on it yet. Yeah, okay. But they've got another villain coming into the mix. I don't know if they're going to be doing a bit of overkill or what. Okay, can I guess? Yes. Leatherhead. No. Uh, Ninja Turtles villain, Krang. No. Uh, yes. Yes, Krang. Yeah. Okay. Is well, that the, that's just what, you know me, I don't read articles, but the, the title of the article was Ninja Turtles 2 will feature a brainy new adversary. Uh, Are there any teenage Ninja Turtle villains not in this movie? I mean, it has to be Crane. It's got to be. So it's not cast or anything, just the headline? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, they're they're basically reenacting the old school cartoon. Yeah. You know? As long as they're not reenacting the second Turtles movie. Yeah. True that. True that. Vanilla Ice back. Yeah. But that's it. That's all the news I've got. Actually, Vanilla Rice is going to play Rocksteady. <laughs> really? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, pretty light on the Gnerd Gnus this week. Mm. So, shall we move on to... Daredevil. Netflix's Daredevil 
Episode 5. The world turns to fire. Because it burns. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, can you recap us on what happened last episode? Um, in The, the older Russian brother gets his head taken off oh, the car door. That's right, that's right. Um, got his head smashed by Kingpin. The scene that stopped the world. That stopped the... What are they, what's that saying they say about everything? Um, that broke the internet. Yeah. Didn't really, because no one was really speaking. Nothing breaks the internet, but everyone reckons some new gossip thing does. But the scene that broke the Russian guy's head. <laughs> and the other Russian guy's heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so... That tear scar. What have you got on this episode, now? Mm. Oh, I watched it so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not talking this episode, I'm just... Okay, well, the first thing that I noticed, the first mm-hmm. thing I picked up is in the opening scene with Rosario. Rosario is she's, back. She's back again. She's still the best thing in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we keep saying it week after week. She deserves some sort of award. Hit us up, Rosario. Hit us up. I've got a trophy right here. Where? It's your drink, dude. Uh, It'll be much lighter when you give it to you. <laughs> and I'll, I'll mount it on a stand that says best actress or something. Um... <laughs> But yep, scene opens with her and um, Charlie Cox mm-hmm. as they're recuperating from last episode's dramas. Yep. But okay, yeah. But the first thing, first thing that grabbed me was she said something to him, which again was an uh, indication of the wider Marvel universe. Did mm-hmm. you catch it? No. She said uh, something about, "Do you have a job or something, <laughs> or are you one of these millionaire?" Are you one of these billionaire playboys I'm always hearing about? Ah, okay. Yeah, I mean, indicating Tony Stark, Tony Stark being a celebrity That's and cool. wenching with all the women. That's a very subtle one, but it's still cool. It's very subtle, but, you know, it's, it's just a little hints like that that makes you realise we're all aware of... And then someone's going to go, oh, she's talking about Bruce Wayne and Batman. And I'll punch him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Done. If you get, if you if get we, your you... Marvel and DC mixed up, I'm sorry, i got to punch him in the dick. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Um, and she pretty much told him she loves him. Yeah, in a roundabout way. Pretty steamy. Mm. No, not really. Because she had that pause anyway. Yeah. And I was like, she's going to say it. Yeah. She goes, I would like to talk or something. Yeah. Like, oh, that's not it. Yeah. Hey, what were you, what were you trying to say? <laughs> Don't fuck. <laughs> Don't mess around. Just and then he shoots it down anyway. Yeah, but that's what Daredevil's about, man. Well, that was like the movie, right? Mm-hmm. In in the movie when Ben Affleck and Elektra is up on the roof. Yes, the movie wasn't horribly bad. Well, the, Watch the director's cut. There, well, this is what I'm getting at. In the cinema release, they're on the roof together. Mm-hmm. It starts raining and he sees her, the rain reflecting yeah. off her face and how beautiful she is and they're falling in love and whatever. And then he hears a crime. Now, yep. in the cinema release, he takes her to bed and shags her, yeah. right? But in the director's cut, he was like... She has stadium, I can't. Yeah, he's like, no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> and he goes and fights crime, because that's what he's about, right? Yeah. Much better character moment. Yeah. But apparently, like, in the director's cut, when he handed it in, they were like, no, nah, we've got to change this. They had to call back... He's got to hook up with the girl. They had to call back Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner to shoot that sex scene, like, three yeah. months after it was So it wasn't wrapped. just like a... 
paparazzi getting them in the action and then they're like, we'll buy that. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll put that in exactly, somewhere. man, exactly. Um, so same sort of thing in this episode where she's like, I can't fall in love with someone who's so dangerously close to what becoming hates. what he hates. And, and he's, he's like, like, meh. He's like, well, I'm going to go punch some guys now. You know this? You were so close. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said that to, to my boss at work. We could have been something special. He said, boss, you see this? You were so close. And then he vomited and fell down, hit his head on the end of the desk. Yeah, he's on stress leave. <laughs> and there's a court case pending. We'll touch on that next time. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, now another fun fact. Hit me with it. Uh, the Spanish lady comes in to get help from Nelson and Murdoch. Well, they constantly speaks in Spanish without subtitles. That's right. We even had subtitles on it. It just says, speaking in Spanish. <laughs> yeah, we, we already knew that. Thank you. Even lazier subtitles than the movie we were watching last week. Um, so she comes in, she wants to get some help from Nelson and Murdoch. Yep. Because, can you remember why? Yeah, because they're trying to evict her. That's right, and they got the construction guys in with sledgehammers and smashed a joint they up They wrecked the place and they're going, oh, we're halfway through renovations and that. Yeah. Now, she comes in, starts speaking Spanish. Mm-hmm. Foggy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And Karen Page starts translating for her, mm-hmm. right? And when they say to her, you know, what's this? What, you know, where, where do you know Spanish from? Mm. And she looks a bit, she looks a bit set back by the question. Yeah, she's like, she's like, oh, what are you trying to get crazy with this? Eh? <laughs> Don't you know a local? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, she looks a bit, she looks a bit put back by the question. Mm. All right. How dare you? But do you know why? Because I think she's uneducated. Well, <laughs> and she says, but what does she say? She says, she doesn't oh, look Spanish. I just remember a little bit from high school. Mm. I'm like, I couldn't even remember spelling my name in high school. You know, and, and, but she's, she's so fluent. There's Good only one. Alvin, my name is Hairstyles. Hairstyles. And the teacher would crack up. The whole class cracked up. Hairstyles. That was when I started planning my own high school shooting. Um, I was like, my name is Herr Shazenkopf. <laughs> Detention. <laughs> Go to jail. <laughs> um, so they ask her, where do you know where Spanish? A bit from high school. A little bit from high school, but <gasps> she speaks it fluently, right? Mm-hmm. There's only one word in the whole thing she doesn't understand. Now, do we really have to warn people of spoilers? No. Nah. No, I'm not okay. even gonna bother. Spoilers. <laughs> in the comic books, mm-hmm. we've discussed her shady past, have we? A little bit. A little bit. Have we spoken about what that shady past is? Prostitution and drugs. Yeah. So we just hit that on the head now. I know we now. talked about it on the podcast. Not prostitution. Not prostitution. Porn. Nah. Porn stuff. Nah, paper sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, porn star and drugs, but in the comics, she spent a, a couple of years in Mexico doing it, where mm. they speak Spanish. So, this is where she knows how to speak Spanish because of all the CD all the shit porn. she was doing down there. Mm. 
just a little fun fact, you know, because they've been hinting at this dark past. So she doesn't know one word of Spanish, but eventually she knows all the wrong words of Spanish. Oh, God, Dave. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Um, but, yeah, so that's just a little fun fact. Cool. With that there. Um, other fun facts. Okay, now what struck me as odd this episode... There was a couple things, but the one thing I'm remembering straight away is when Vanessa and Fisk are having dinner together. Yep. And she talks about this prince that swept her off her feet yep. who used to wear a white suit and uh, as ascot. Al ascot? Is that the thing you call around your neck? Is that like a scarf? Yeah. I heard him say it, but I'm like, I don't know. Because thing, things like that's a bit much. I'm like, I don't even know what they're talking about. But that's exactly the costume he wears in the comics. Who? Kingpin. Yeah. A white suit. And yeah, oh, yeah, so he's just having a bit of a joke. So it's like... but it's Just, just... a tongue-in-cheek thing saying I wouldn't wear that. Yeah. But, uh... Like they did in um, Captain America, they made him come out in that cheesy spandex suit when he's promoting the war. Like in the first X-Men when they're like, what do you want, yellow spandex? Yeah. It's all just, yeah, tongue-in-cheek, like it... Because everyone got upset when it wasn't going to be that in different shows for the Marvel. Um... And now, there was a poster, I don't know if you saw it, real quick, it said, you don't have to reveal your identity to stop violent crime. Right? You don't have to reveal your identity for everyone to know you're Matt Murdock. <laughs> <laughs> because, really, Matt Murdock, your secret identity is the worst kept secret in all of comicdom. I watched that flash, and that the mask doesn't cover enough, you're just looking at that same dude. The TV series? Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, so yeah. obviously him. It's funny, and it's even like um, Arrow. Yeah. It's just like he's got a hood on. It's like, I can see your face, man. <laughs> Make your voice weird as much as you want. I can see <laughs> your face. But that's another thing, man. The whole, the, the whole Clark Kent with the glasses disguise has always that's... shit me. Even as a kid, I think that's why I never liked Superman as a kid, because I was just like... Such cheesiness. Come on, that man. One thing Glasses. There. And a little curl. Wasn't it that? Yeah. That little curl when he was Superman. Bitch, please. But um, there was a, uh, a comic book drawn. It was written by Grant Morrison and drawn by... Oh, God, I can't... I can see the artwork, but I can't think what it's... Frank Quietly. Mm -hmm. So, I think it was All-Star Superman, written by... Grant Morrison, drawn by Frank Quietly. But what he used to do is when he would become Clark Kent, okay, he'd put the curl, he'd put the glasses on, but he would just make his posture so Bad sloppy posture and, stuff, yeah. and sort of blow his gut out and, you know what I mean? Whereas, you, you know, when you stand heroically, you suck your gut out. He's a, he's a gut big in. buff dude, it'd be high, hard to hide under a suit. Yeah, yeah, so he would blow his gut, gut out and sort of really bad posture, yeah. and the way he would draw it, you'd be like, okay, well now I can see, you know. But even as much, this will probably get us some bad... I don't have the long hair anymore, but he should just do this. <laughs> when he becomes Superman, make it all spiky. Yeah, this will probably get us bad tweets, but um, even... Um, oh, what's his name played Superman in the movies? Henry Cavill? No, Earl, the, Earl, Reeves. Reeves, Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Even he, he had a now good... Now you're going to get bad tweets. This is what I'm saying. Just for getting his name Just wrong. for not remembering his name. Even he, as Superman was cool, as Clark Kent was bumbling, dropping coffees, yeah. dropping stuff, but to me it was still like, you just look exactly the same. You know what I mean? So, uh, 
Anyway, we've drifted on to Superman. But yeah, we're back to where the poster about the you don't have to reveal your identity. Yeah. The, Look at that. Oh, Straight you, back on track. You got the mind of a sharp blade. <laughs> that's that's one new name. Sharpie Blade. Sharpie McBlade Mind. <laughs> mind Blader. Um Poster. The poster. Now, I'm wondering if that's a hint to the upcoming Civil War movie. Because they had the whole, they have the whole pro-registration and anti-registration. Yeah. It could be the, you mean the Some, anti one sort of saying. Yeah, you don't have to, just do who yeah. you are here. Now, there was something else I was going to bring up about. Oh, um, young lady that plays Karen Page, Deborah. Mm-hmm. Deborah, Deborah and Wall. Mm-hmm. I think she's done an exceptionally good job this episode. Again, yeah. Yeah, she's doing a really good job of doing the um, the love triangle between Matt, her, and Foggy. Yep. That she's obviously got affection for both guys. Mm. And in this scene, she sits down and has a dinner with Foggy. It was a bit of an awkward scene when she starts. Kind of flirting with him. Yeah, But yeah. then the talk goes to Matt as well. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's... And, and, and so I, it's I an interesting relationship is, between the three. This is what she does so well, is that she is obviously attracted to Foggy as well, because Foggy's just a good guy. And he's he's the one that's always there talking to her. Yeah. Whereas Matt's running off, putting on a mask. He's always yeah, away. busy. Um, and she's obviously got this sexual attraction to Matt, but she also has this attraction to Foggy. Foggy, yeah. And... What I noticed in this episode is just the way she looks at both of them differently, but with a different kind of attraction. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, she's talking to Foggy, and she starts talking about Matt. Um, and then she really weirds out <laughs> and tells Foggy to close his eyes and touch her face, <laughs> um, which is weird, and then he touches her face and explodes. Um, <laughs> All over the room. Uh, all over face, neck and... Uh, <laughs> edit. But we don't edit. Sorry, guys. Uh, we don't need to edit these friggin' thoughts. And then, yeah, I probably should. There should be an edit button between my brain and my mouth. Um, but yeah, and then the, the apartment blows up and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Why does it blow up? Now, was this... Rewind. Was this Kingpin... <laughs> Nick face and chips. You said fish and chips. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> now was was this part of Kingpin's plan? Um, as, he, him up. as he was bl- no, as he was blowing up the Russians to blow up the apartment that he was trying to get the woman out of too. Because there was a bunch of explosions around. I don't kitchen. think it necessarily was. I think it was targeting the the Russians. The Russians, yeah. It just happened to be. Real close to that one. Because yeah. there was like four explosions and they said it was took them a long time to set it all up to know where they were going to be and what yeah. to blow up. So yep. I think it was just one single action against the Russians. Yeah, okay. And they were just sort of close enough that it yeah, If they wanted to level that building, they would have just blown the building like they did all the other four. Yeah, no, fair call. Yeah, fair. Um, okay, and one other thing, um, and listeners, if you can help us out on this, that would be awesome because... Um, there was the scene where Kingpin is talking to Owsley and Madame Cho and 
someone else, um, the, the Japanese gent, where Owsley says, that's it, I'm out of here. They're, I'm go, they're I'm talking about the Russians being wiped out of the group. Yeah. yeah. And Owsley's like, that's it, I'm out of here, I'm going to get my stun gun. Get my stun gun out of the vault or whatever. Yeah. Now, I seem to remember in the comics somewhere, I don't know if it was Brian Michael Bendis's run um, or Ed Brubaker's run in the Daredevil comics, that Owsley tried to take Kingpin out with a stun gun. Mm-hmm. Um, Rookie mistake. Yeah. Um, I vaguely remember it. I could be mistaken, but any listeners out there who are Daredevil fanatics, if you remember it, uh, shoot us a tweet or a message on Facebook or something because I really think, you know, it happened in the comics. And, it, and that comment is a... Yeah, just a sort of a throwback to, yeah. oh, Owsley... You know, the owl in the yeah. comics has been known to use stun guns the or something. What? The owl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anything else of note you wanted to talk about this episode? Um, they blew them up. What happened after it? Um, oh, they had the bit with the, um, so to say, Kingpin's crooked cops. Oh, yeah. They questioned that one Russian, and he reveals... Wilson Fisk's name. Yep. And then they shoot him. And Matt Murdock, again, leading with his fists and feet, mm. questions one of the cops, beats shit <laughs> out of him. comes in with a kick to the spine. Oh, I know I've said it before, but I love it so much how okay. he just leads with his punches. That was the punch, yeah. The kick to the spine was the Russian dude outside the warehouse. Yeah. Just comes in from behind. Oh. Just... <laughs> it's just so good, man. Like, you know, he... He wants you to know what he means business. You know what I mean? You're not going to come in asking it's, questions. Yeah, man. he enjoys it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so then the cliffhanger, cliffhanger ending where Daredevil's beat up this crooked cop and the uh, other cops have pulled up yeah. and told him to freeze and stuff and then the end of this That wasn't that. He beat up the cop and left. This was when he was beating up the Russians to come out of the exploded building. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Up and then the cops turn up and tell him to freeze, and then yeah. the episode ended. Yep, yep, that's right. Mm. My bad. So, how, how many blind lawyers will you give this one? <laughs> it's still entertaining. You know, look, fuck it, fuck it. It's a fucking good show. It's a TV show. We don't you have to know, rate it. Yeah, we don't have to. It rate was it. good. I'm just, just it's, the story continues and it's still fun. It's just because we're half asleep that this podcast probably isn't the best one we've done. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the show is still kicking much ass. Mm. You know, um, everyone you know who who I've told to watch it are like, no, look, I thought I'd enjoy <laughs> it, but I'm enjoying it so much more than I thought I would. You know, so that's good. Good <laughs> you show. Like you're half asleep. I am. I'm so tired. I. I've had a rough night, uh, a rough week of... A rough night tonight. <laughs> Been up all night. Rough night of your fire alarms going off and terrified children <laughs> running around. Um, so, shall we move on to... Move along. Senor uh, Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers. Okay, Dog Soldiers. Uh, actually, IMDB says 2002. All right. They're wrong. They're wrong. I don't know. Um, okay. Maybe and, I'm talking about the DVD release. Yeah. Uh, I was still living in Sydney when it came out. I remember I was working at uh, Hurstville Greater Union, mm-hmm. and we didn't get it, and I had to actually go into uh, Burwood to 
watch it, you know, because it only came out one or two cinemas in Sydney, you know. Mm. Um, That's... You'd be lucky to get that with horror movies these days. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. one cinema a city. Um, So the synopsis for this on IMDb is a routine military exercise turns into a nightmare in the Scotland wilderness. (laughs) Hi, laddie. Hi, in the the Scotland Highlands. It was a werewolf, Loch Ness Monster. A Loch Ness werewolf. A Loch Wolf werester. A wolf, Loch Mons wolf. A wereness, Lockster. (sighs) I don't know. Um, Okay, now, so... General thoughts on this one? Better than last week's. Way better than last <laughs> week's. It's my only gripe about werewolf movies is the werewolf. Has this been an issue with all the werewolf movies we've watched this Probably, last month? I'd say close to every werewolf movie I've seen. Okay, so elaborate. I'm just... The werewolf always just doesn't... You're saying he looks like a, a, spl- like a splinter puppet from the first Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, sometimes they look like that. Um, Ginger Snaps was fun, but the werewolf's face snarl kind of never really changed. It looked like just a rubber mask, really. Yeah. Tonight's movie, Dog Soldiers, had the um, very scrawny werewolves with the big head. Well, I, so I, the proportions just felt a bit outside. I, 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 really li- I actually liked that in this, just as far as... We're so used to a werewolf being like a little Incredible Hulk, a ball of muscle. Mm. I, I just, and I, I think I just liked it as a change, being something really different. tall and thin with long hands and claws yeah. and big heads. Um, just something different on the design yeah, point yeah. of view. Um, but uh, I don't know, like uh, wolves aren't, you know, if they were were greyhounds or something, yeah. you know, it would make more sense. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, as as far as the design's concerned, I didn't really mind that at all. Uh, just because, uh, yeah, like I said, it's just something it's just something different, you know. Um, yeah, I, didn't, I don't hate the designs, and out of all the movies, I don't see a design where I'm like normally just horrible. I mean, last movie was a bit a bit give and take in Silver Bullet, but I mean that was an old, pretty old one. That was the oldest of the four that we've watched this month. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know, just. I don't know. I think it's just it's just too tough to well, do is, a good werewolf monster. Because even the uh, CGI ones like Werewolf in Paris, even Van Helsing and that, they, they look cool, but even they're a bit too CGI for the day. And that, well, I see, and I guess that's when it comes to making werewolf movies, that's your two options, isn't it? Yeah. You've, you've either got to have well a costume, uh, you know, a dude in a suit, which isn't going to look realistic. You know who I think would pull it off? Who? Del Toro. He's got that nice little blend where he can do prosthetics with CGI and it seems to come across real well. Yeah, I'm just running my mind through his collection of movies. Uh, I think the closest thing he's done so far to something like that would be Pan's Labyrinth. Because mm-hmm. um, Pan was like a four and a half person, half animal thing. Um, yeah, I think I'd I think I'd like to see Del Toro do, try, do a Wolfman he's movie. He's entertained with whatever he does. He's yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, so what else? Acting. Yeah, some familiar faces in there. Yeah. So who 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 have we got? We had um, Sean Pertwee. Is that how you say his name? P e r t w e e. Well known English actor. 
Pertuis. Maybe that's the French word. Jean Pertuis. Jean. Jean Pertuis. What? Where is he from? Um, he is from just English. It's just a British accent. Oh. Um, he's in such movies as Equilibrium, mm-hmm. Event Horizon, Soldier, and I'm not going to look any further than that because he's good. He's he's really good. Um, what are you looking for? Just, which guy are you talking about? Uh, the the guy with the intestines that came out. Ah, oh, he's um Alfred off Gotham. Alfred off Gotham, of course. Yeah, you, you pointed that out earlier, yeah. and I forgot already. Um, so good, damn good actor. Yeah. Now the other big name was Liam Cunning. Yep, yeah, he's the guy that looks a bit like Jean Reno. Yeah, he, the, uh, and I thought that's who it was at first. Dav, Davros, I think, the Onion Knight of. Game of Thrones. He is the Onion King. I am the Onion King. I am the Onion King. Look at my crown of onions. I come from the kingdom of garlic. And I walk with an onion on my head. <laughs> um, he was good. He played the bad guy. Yeah. Um, he wasn't a bad guy. Way to spoil the movie. Sp- spoilers. <laughs> we got a spoiler that we just did. If you've got a time machine, <laughs> go back in time and watch the movie before you tune into this podcast. I've got a time machine, but it'll cost you. Oh, I'm putting your dick in my mouth again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they choked on my whiskey. Better than whiskey. be choked on something else. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, the basic story now. Mm-hmm. You have some army guys. That's not how it starts. No, we don't even know how it starts. Right. Well, act. At the very start scene, the, the campers. Every good horror movie has an opening scene. With that, the campers. That sets you up for what to expect. For horror movie, movie right? campers getting butchered. By a werewolf. Well, we, at this point, we don't know what... I mean, obviously, we know what it is because we know what we're watching. Campers getting butchered. Campers getting butchered. Then it cuts to... The dude running through the, the forest. Um... Private Cooper, mm-hmm. and he's trying out for special forces. Yep. And he avoids these guys. Well, you don't know that at first, but he avoids all these cats and he beats them up. And, and then he runs into a couple and beats them down. And then they're like, um, very good. You escape for 24 hours or 22 something. 22 hours. You're now our top student. Um, now to join the team, you just got to shoot this dog. Kill the dog. Oh. Mm. He's a nice looking dog, though. Isn't he? It's like the Kingsman. I haven't seen the Kingsman. Mm. Good movie, too. Good comic book. Movie is better than the trailers, so it's always good. Yeah. But yeah, so they um, tell shoot the dog, and he's like, I'm not shooting the dog. Anyway, so he basically doesn't get the job. Failed. Jump forward, right? He's on a, a an army he's training. in the army, not in the Black Ops, just normal Not army. in the Black Ops, yeah. Just uh, on a training exercise with this crew, mm-hmm. and... Um, and then with a bit of a ha-ha back and forwards with the crew, we learn that they're on a training exercise shooting blanks at each other um, to with the special forces. Yes. Um, anyway, shit goes south. They come across special forces guy. I mean, in a nutshell. Yeah. They come across special forces guy. They put him... And he's been all cut up. Yep. All... all, all uh, a bit, a little bit mutilated. They're both looking for each other, yeah, and they yeah. find the, the special forces leader. Yep, the Onion Knight. The Onion King, <laughs> with an onion upon his. 
crown of head. <laughs> Fucking hell. They um, find him. They find him. And he says, I thought there was only one of them. I watched him butcher my team. Yeah. Yep. Now, did I fall asleep? <laughs> Probably. In where, where did the girl come from? The character Megan, played by the ever wonderful Emma Cleesby. Well, I'm not going to lie. You fell asleep too. <laughs> kind of nodded off a little bit there. Okay, because next thing I know, they're all in the car together. So you know, I only come to at the house. I'm like, What's <laughs> going on here? And she <laughs> goes, "I've been in the car field." I'm like, "She's in the car field? What?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I think I dozed off just after they met um, the King of the Onions, mm-hmm. right? Then I woke up, they were in the car driving back, and this young lady's driving them. And then they get to the cabin, they take the, yeah, take the guy mm. in, and uh, start patching everyone up. Because yeah. uh, between that, remember, um, Sean Pertwee's character had his insides ripped out. Yep. And so they pushed his insides back inside him, sipped him up with <laughs> super glue, ate some soup, and then <laughs> called it a day. Yep. Um... So you honestly, you woke up when they were back in the house, yeah. when they were zipping him up again. Yeah. <laughs> it's lucky we even woke up. I saw when they, when it first happened to him, like yeah. we saw when they were yep. getting hunted down by the, the wolves and that, and he gets gutted. And yeah. I was like, is that his intestines? And then when they run, like you pushed him back in and they run him through the forest, and that must have been where I dropped off. Yeah. And then I come to and they're in the house. Okay. And he's still got his guts sort of hanging out of his... Okay, cool, cool. Um, so uh, where do we go from here? They're in the house, they've patched him up. So he's up in a bed upstairs. They start clashing with um, now, okay. the onion knight. All in all, mm. as far as acting is concerned, I, I, I wouldn't really fault anyone. That wasn't a bad You know what I mean? Like this, Unlike each of the other movies, even, uh, what was that one we liked, uh, Wolves, mm. there were performances where you're like, Come yeah, on, you know. Bit painful. Um, whereas all these guys, maybe it's because they're all military guys. Every man in the movie was military. Mm-hmm. That and just the whole brouhaha. You know what I mean? That they're just tough dudes supposed to be tough dudes much. and talk shit to each other and stuff. Um, you know, and then she, she being the rose amongst the thorns, was. You know what I mean? Like bit more human and approachable. Yeah, which uh, yeah, acting wise, I. I I, w- I wouldn't criti- criticise anyone in the no. whole movie, you know. Um, you got to have that one that can't handle the pressure, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But even that was realistic. The only unrealistic thing was that dude vomiting on that other guy. Yeah, but even that was... It was I don't like watching people vomit on people. <laughs> I actually frequent a few websites. That... <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we'll see you next week. <laughs> I don't really. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, in real life, I'm... Out a, of curiosity, I've had a look. <laughs> I might have been in... Just look, how can I tell if I don't like something if I don't try <laughs> it? I've tried 18 times. Yeah, 74 times. <laughs> 74 times, shame on you. 75, shame on me. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually, in, in real life, I'm a sympathetic vomiter. The star of one of these websites. <laughs> You're like Steve, you can just bring it on when you want. Oh, 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 oh. No, I'm a sympathetic vomiter. If someone else is vomiting nearby, I'm just like. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Uh, I'm not even seeing. <laughs> well, I'm the opposite, man. It's almost impossible to bring it up. Yeah. Even when I'm sick and you get a stomach bug or food poisoning, you want to, just goes the slow way out the other end. <laughs> Torture. Um, so that vomiting wasn't very realistic. It's just like he spat some peaches out on the girl's oh, head. I, don't, I think it looked like fermented custard or something. Well, they were. And if there's anyone that knows about drinking fermented custard. <laughs> It's him. <laughs> I was going to say, who's that? Um, but they, because uh, they were eating that pork stew earlier, or were you still asleep in that bit? Yeah, it looked like soup. Um, so that's what obviously what he was throwing up. Yeah. Um, what else about this movie can we talk about? Um, okay, here's one question. Mm-hmm. The movie was set in the full moon. Yep. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We go through the whole night mm-hmm. fighting these werewolves off, who turn out to be a family of female wolves. Right? We see um, the Onion Knight, when he was clawed by him, he turns. Well, he, he heals up, yeah. Then he ends up turning. Yeah, okay, but, but that's a thing. They fight the whole night, then you turn. it turns out that the girl is one as well. The most human character there. And she turns starts to turn towards the end. Mm-hmm. Now, the moon doesn't turn them into werewolves? I don't know. I mean, they, 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 they didn't have anything that sort of describes what the werewolf lore is in the movie. Yeah, so. but I mean, it, and it's just like... All, they, all you know is that they don't die if, from... If she is one of them, mm-hmm. then why she is turn. she playing... Why is she letting them attack the house... When she's inside the house did, with did the men. Did we watch the same movie? Yes, we did. Are you sure? Why? Because she explained to them. No, don't tell me I fell asleep again. Where she's saying to them, like, this is a bit later on. Like, this is just before she turns. And right. she's like, from the start I noticed you to be the strong one, and I thought you were the one that was going to get me out of here. To uh, Private Cooper? Yeah. And she goes, but I was wrong. Because she goes, it's like, she says, you think it's fun being a part of this family. And then she goes, but I was wrong. You weren't strong enough. So now this is what's going to happen. And she starts to transform. Like she's going to eat him. And that's when all the wolves turn up behind her. So she was trying to get out of there as well. And that's why she was working with them against the werewolves. She thought he was strong enough to get her out. She could get away from that life or whatever. Okay. Did you see that? No, no I don't know. It doesn't ring a bell. I might have dozed off again. Um, but okay, but I mean, that explains that. I saw it start to transform just with the team. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, because that was, that was basically my question is, werewolves change by the moon. Mm. Then how come she was able to stay human with no sign of any panic or anything until then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then on the other hand, if they can just change at will... Why are these other chicks changing into werewolves just to hunt down these soldiers and stuff? They're hungry. But they had pork stew on the stove. They like the um, long pig. They like the other other white meat. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's, but yeah. So obviously they can control it to some extent if she didn't change. Yeah. And even um, the Onion Knight, he didn't change until... He was starting to get a bit upset in that. Yeah, see, I didn't so much mind with him and with um, Sean Pertwee. Alfred. Because they were both wounded, yeah. and so and it, it would take, take time, time for their infection. 
So and it's their first turn, so yeah, you, you know, so um, hers, yeah. And then they explode. You, you hit me with the spoiler as soon as the chick showed up. Remember, and you go. I think I've got a feeling she's a wolf. <laughs> See, I thought you'd seen it a bunch of times, like I had. No, I saw it once. Yeah. But um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really explain or give you any indication of why she doesn't change when the others do, apart from she doesn't want to be part of that lifestyle. Yeah. But maybe that's what their lifestyle is. They're happy to hunt. Yeah. When it comes out, that's, that's, that's why they're out in the bush, fifty miles from anyone. Like that um. Called the Purge, movie. Yeah. She's then purging every month. They get to drop that human life and go do what they really want to do. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I accept that. So, do you want to remind everyone why we've been watching werewolf movies this last month? Because you're about to go on that trip on your own. <gasps> My own? Escape the werewolf. Escape from the werewolf. Timmy escapes. Timmy tries to escape the werewolves. Timmy's poop escapes his butt when the werewolf <laughs> comes out. You probably will turn him off if you just defecate over yourself. Just bronze up. <laughs> like, pretend you're in prison in the uh, max security. You just walk out. You walk out at the end of the ride and you just got, you're all bronzed up. You're like, I'm so ashamed of myself. You got the um, Arnie camo if you're <laughs> bronzing the face. Okay, well, let, let's go back a step. We've gotten ahead of ourselves. Bronzing up. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and Nathan used to work in a maximum security prison, so he knows firsthand <laughs> about people bronzing up. Um, so we're going down to Melbourne this weekend. Yep, Saturday night's little adventure. Yep, for escape, for the escape of the werewolf. Of the werewolf, yeah. From the werewolf. Of. Okay. Um, it's the werewolf escaping from the laboratory, basically. Yeah, which is a live. It's like taking part in. How do you explain what this even is? Scary as fuck. <laughs> Scariest outing imaginable. <laughs> In- interactive horror play or movie or something? Adventure? Oh, well, I would say. Immersive experience? Yeah, I would of say. The werewolf kind? <laughs> of the lichen kind. It's lichen industries, it's the laboratory you go to. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, what would we call our company? Let's call it lichen industries. What could probably go wrong? <laughs> It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Can you choose your own adventure? I think you, I bet you we can. I think the best of choosing your own adventure is choosing whether you go in that <laughs> first door or not. Just tap it out. <laughs> exactly. Using your safe word. I hope they've got a safe word. I really do. Um, but yeah, so it's this thing. We go into this safe warehouse. Words. Safe word is, what are you waiting for? <laughs> I'm right here. Uh, is that Jennifer Love Hewitt? Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they've got this warehouse that's going to be that's set up like a laboratory. What was that off? I've got a condition. I get confused sometimes. I'm stumped, man. Marv, Sin City, Mickey Rourke, and they put him in an electric chair at the end. And they zap him when you get, is that the best you got? Your pansies and have to zap him again to kill him. I, I actually haven't seen that whole movie. The first one? Yep. Have you seen the second one? No. Why haven't you watched all the movies? I've just never got around to it. Oh. We're going to cancel our event for this werewolf <laughs> thing. Educate Tim on a bit of Sin City. Tough but fair. But anyway. Even just the Mr. Rock's character too. So we're going down to Melbourne. Yeah. Um, I saw half of it. I saw half of the first Sin City. Alright, we're going down to Melbourne. 
Um, and so they're going to have this warehouse set up like a laboratory, which is this like an industry as we were talking about. And basically we go in as groups. Is that what we call it in Australia? Laboratory or laboratory? I think laboratory is the... What we call it in high school. Uneducated way. You know, so we're going to this laboratory. <laughs> um, I pretend you're educated kids. And some scientists take us on a tour through the thing. Apparently lights go out. Monsters jump out. We group gets separated. We've been doing it for years in America. Yeah. They had the alien one probably 15 years ago. And then you go in the room and the alien in the tank in the middle of the room. Yeah. And the lights go out and you hear glass smash and the lights come back on. The tank smash the aliens one. <laughs> um, Maybe we should do a um, ghost one. They'll do it. That'd be awesome. They'll do it, man. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so basically, we, we go yeah. in there, they start explaining to us how they're testing DNA splicing or something and then some malfunction happens and the wolf gets out or... Yeah, the group gets separated, people get killed, we get blood thrown on now, us. Yeah, you stuff. mentioned that to me yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, I like the part where they say, wear clothes, it doesn't matter if they get blood on them. Yeah. And I was like, whose blood? Because I was reading, yeah, my blood and poop. <laughs> um, I'm not worried about the blood. Okay, so we've been watching werewolf movies just to sort of lead up to yeah, it. Yeah, it's in the mood. Yeah. So, okay. And then when I had to book our tickets in, we're like 10 minutes apart. So we might cross paths. We might. We might find one of each other's corpses. Fuck. So of the four movies we watched, how would you rank them? What? The, the four. Movies. The four. Werewolf All four movies. together. Just as far as which the order you enjoyed them. You know? Ah. Well, run through the names again. So we had wolves. <coughs> Excuse me. Wolves, ginger snaps, silver so, bullet, and dog soldiers. Um. I would have had Wolves at number one if it wasn't for that crap ending. Yep, yep. So I'd probably put... Uh, maybe Ginger Snaps first because it's a bit more of a traditional just one monster. Right. Then I'd go... Um, sorry, Dog Soldiers, Wolves, and then Silver Bullet. Okay, yeah. What would you do? Well, I, I think you've pretty much listed them um, as best stories, mm. yeah, story-wise. Um, I would probably go the same. Ginger Snaps, you know, because Catherine Isabel's my little girlfriend. And you got Werewolf Titties. That wasn't the Werewolf Titties one. Ginger Snaps? Yes, it was. Yeah. Anyway, put that, put that aside. Put that aside, and I'm going to watch that one again tonight. I think yeah. Ginger Snaps would be... My favourite of the four. Mm -hmm. I, I think my list is probably the same as yours. Ginger Snaps, Dog Soldiers, mm -hmm. um, Wolves, Wolf, Wolves, Wolves. Wolf is the Jack Nicholson one. Right, right. End watching that. And then um, Silver Bullet. Yeah. As far as production values concerned, mm -hmm. Wolves was the best. Oh, yeah. Like just to look at. Yeah, yeah so that's best the newest as well. And all that. That, that was done um, last year compared to the others, which are good 15 yeah, years old. But just raw entertainment yeah. value. Yeah, story. That's what, that's what I was looking at. Like, you can look past the dodgy prosthetics and that just for... for yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, perfect special effects for mm. it to be a pretty fun movie. Yeah. Um, oh, something else I was going to bring up about Dog Soldiers. Mm. Apparently in 2006 they were talking about a sequel yep. where... Because we learned in Dog Soldiers that... The black ops guy that they found mm -hmm. 
they weren't actually there for the training exercise. Yes. They were there to track down the wolf. So what happened to the training ones? What ha- What the sequel was going to be, Dog Soldiers to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I should have written it down, but they had a title. So they Dog have Soldiers a, to... They have a, a dance bite off or dance off bite? The special ops guys mm-hmm. were actually werewolves as well. And so you'd have a military team against another military team which are werewolves mm. but still using military tactics. Ah, in the movie where he shoots at the werewolf with a shotgun and it snatches it off him <laughs> and it shoots back at him. That <laughs> yeah, was just as good as silver bullet, man. Yeah, with the baseball <laughs> man. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, no, then, and then there was supposed to be a web series, Dog Soldiers mm-hmm. web series that was supposed to be the sequel, and, but they've just never been able to get off the ground. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was hard budgeting and all that these days. Yeah, yeah. Have someone to finance you. I mean, especially for a movie that didn't get a full wide release, so probably didn't make the money that it would need to either. Yeah, that's right. Um, Okay, well, I think that's about it. Do you want to talk about um, the movie we saw last week? Did we talk about that last week? No, Mad Max. Yeah. No, I think Mad Max really deserves a a podcast of its own. Um, Just sum it up in one word. Can I hyphenate it? As long as it's not like 15 hyphens in there. Fucking awesome. Brilliant, wasn't it? So good, man. It was, I, I can't in, remember just... I mean, as much as we love Avengers, yep. you know, we, we, me and you, we fucking love movies. You know what I mean? But this one was just so good. I can't remember just being so delighted. Yeah. Sitting in the movie theater just being so fucking delighted. And caught up in it too. Like it was... Really drew you, it was fun. But, but Ash, yeah, is that, are we going to do that after this wolf thing? I or? think what we'll do is, because next week's is going to be the uh, Escape the Wolf episode. Yep, and that's our finale for our wolf that's adventures. That's the end of our wolf adventures. Then I think we will, maybe if we do the new Mad Max, maybe then after that we could do the old one. Yep. But that's just a tentative plan, folks. Don't set your clock it by could it. Change. But we'll, I mean, we'll let you know through the Instagrams and Twitters and stuff what's happening. Yeah. But I think that's probably what we'll do. We might do a little review next week on the Poltergeist too. Actually, yeah, that, that just came to me too. The new Poltergeist is coming in. We'll watch too. that this week. Yeah. So okay, it's up in the air, but um, we'll have something. There's always movies, um, and also I've got a podcast planned, where, like next week, it's not going to be about movies or TV. What? Oh, it's semi going to be. Well, what I want to do is basically me and you sit down and talk about. Like, you know, the, the parts of the Ninja Turtle movie that we didn't like, mm-hmm. how we would it. we would make a Ninja Turtle movie that would be kick-ass. It's a tough one. Yeah, I mean... I don't have that. No, well, that, that, that's the thing. That me and you will just sit here and we'll just talk about it and, you know what I mean? Better bring extra about, drinks for that one. Yeah, we will. <laughs> anyway, so I think that's about it. Sorry, we got a bit rambly at the end there, didn't we? <laughs> Forgot we were at the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Lucky I didn't just take my dick out. Thinking, <laughs> Forgot we were on the podcast. Okay, people. Um, Everybody. Yeah, all right, guys. Uh, sorry, it's late. It's one o'clock in the morning. Um, listen, whatever social media net, uh, plat- platform you're on, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, just hit us up, Turtle Boy Pod. MySpace. Uh, MySpace, yeah. Actually, someone Google, someone go on MySpace and search for Turtle Boy Pod. I'd love to see what comes up. Um, 
But yeah, just hit us up. Just Google Turtle Boy Pod. Go to whichever you know social media platform you perform you prefer. We're all, I'm always throwing photos up and letting you know what's coming next and saying happy birthday to celebrities I like and stuff <laughs> like that. So uh, yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. I mean, I've been thinking of a sign-off. Mm-hmm. It's not a song like the Gnerd Canoes bit. Just something like, I'm Big Tim. You say something. You oh. say who you are, okay? I'm Big Tim. You say who you are. Say your name. Right. I'm Big Tim. Your name. No, no, fuck with me, man. <laughs> I'll go. All right. All right. This is just a trial, right? Okay. I'm Big Tim. And I am Mr. Sharky Brain. Be nice to each other. <laughs> um, don't be a cunt. Be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. <laughs> but no, I was just thinking something like that. Just, I'm Big Tim. I'm Nathan, the engineer of Laugh and Cheer. Just don't be a cunt to people. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Just remind people what our mission statement is. Let us slide. Just let it go. Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Disney's just sent us three lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a box in the mail tomorrow and you'll open and three lawyers will come out. This is a cease and desist order. <laughs> um, hey, I ceased before it started. <laughs> they tracked down my brother. Okay, well, anyway, I'm Big Tim. I'm a Sharpie Brain. Be nice to each other.